Yeah, shouts out to Kane is dead, you know what I'm saying? This motherfucker walking up to old ladies, crotch chopping. I'm telling him to suck his motherfucking dick. He don't give a fuck. Daniel Gama, we about to show up on your fucking front porch and shit with bow ties wrapped on our dicks for Christmas. I'm about to fuck your bitch, fuck your grandma, fuck your mom. We're about to mosh pit in her pussy, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Got his dick sucked by a bitch who in a wet sick. Wasn't trying to fuck a pussy shank like a set dick. Kane is dead, Kane is dead, motherfucker. Kane is dead, Kane is dead, motherfucker. Got his dick sucked by a bitch who in a wreck sick. Wasn't trying to fuck a pussy stank like a set dick. Kane is dead, Kane is dead, motherfucker. Kane is dead, Kane is dead, motherfucker. Yeah. Better wake up, stop sleeping on this podcast Or I'ma show up Christmas Eve and eat your mama ass Joey in the leather, licking on her dirty feet Watching Joker on the TV while he beat his meat Nothing more or less than a sick son of a bitch This is such a granny pussy all the way to the wrist Marsh picking to the sound of stirring macaroni Walk inside your house, make it tell your brother blow it Got his dick sucked by a bitch who in a wreck sick Wasn't trying to fuck a pussy stank like a septic Kane is dead, Kane is dead, motherfucker Kane is dead, Kane is dead, motherfucker Got his dick sucked by a bitch who in a wreck sick Wasn't trying to fuck a pussy stank like a septic
is estimated that this year a minimum of 12 million young people in the United States will turn off, use marijuana for the first time. Some, as shown, will be infants, given the drug by their dope-taking parents. Others will get it in grammar school, often from older brothers or sisters. Many junior high school students will have smoked marijuana before they go on their first dates. Marijuana is a social disease, mainly affecting our youth. If no remedy is found, half of our young people may be so crippled by drug abuse within the next few years that they will never be able to function as effective members of society. Please reflect on that statement, because none of us can truly comprehend such a disaster. The insidious thing about marijuana is that the first time a youngster uses it, he may not experience much effect from the drug itself. Intoxication may be in the mind only because marijuana is cumulative. It builds up in the body, requiring up to three or even six exposures to the drug before full euphoria is felt. This cumulative effect has fooled many students and even so-called authorities who have tried the drug once or twice, found little effect, and reported it harmless. An illuminating example of such misleading research is given by Dr. William Lamers, a psychiatrist who personally experimented with marijuana and declared it to be a pleasant little drug, a mild sedative, slightly stimulating. However, a later encounter with a more potent brand of marijuana took Dr. Lamers through a terrifying three hours in which he thought someone was going to kill him. He experienced suicidal tendencies. A plane overhead signaled the start of World War III, doomsday. Since that time, Dr. Lamers has treated as many as eight people in one week for psychotic reactions to marijuana. He says that people who suggest legalizing marijuana simply don't know what they're talking about. There are three major interlocking factors that one must consider before evaluating any report on marijuana. Scientists call these factors the drug, the set, and the setting. The effects of marijuana on the smoker are difficult to describe or predict. They vary from person to person and even with the same person at different times. This variation occurs because the amount of cannabis, the intoxicant in marijuana, varies as to where it is grown and how it is cultivated, harvested, rolled, and smoked. This is the factor called the drug. The second factor, the set, is a user's expectations from the drug. When a person expects something to happen, he becomes set or psychologically ready for that thing to happen. And with drugs, this may actually help to cause the very effect which he expects. The setting is the environment in which the drug is used. Because of the interaction of these factors, a participant at a pot party is almost certain to obtain far greater effect from a joint of marijuana than would a skeptic in a laboratory test. Another factor is that these experiments have been conducted on adults, not children. Most young people are firmly convinced that marijuana is not very dangerous and definitely is not habit-forming. They have not been told by the news media that countries like Egypt, with extensive marijuana experience, impose the death penalty for growth or sale of marijuana. Nor that in Morocco, 25% of male admissions to mental hospitals were for marijuana-induced psychoses. Nor that a 1964 UN bulletin characterized such psychoses as hallucinations, paranoia, and thought disorder similar to schizophrenia. The half-truth 
that marijuana is not physically addictive easily becomes the big lie that it is not habit-forming. Drugs may be habit-forming by either physical or psychological dependency. Heroin, shown here, causes both, for the body becomes extremely ill upon cold turkey withdrawal, and the mind continues to demand the drug-induced euphoria long after the physical symptoms have subsided. Psychological dependency is by far the more important, as is obvious from the fact that over 90% of cured heroin addicts return to drug abuse, and they will lie, steal, cheat, and even kill to continue their drug euphoria. Marijuana apparently does not cause any physical dependency. In fact, it doesn't even leave a hangover, but it does cause a strong psychological dependency. And even worse, it has a strong tendency to escalate to more powerful narcotics. It has been found that over 90% of heroin users started with marijuana. And the New York Social Services estimate that 40 to 50% of all teenage marijuana smokers will be on heroin within 18 months. There is no chemical explanation for the escalation to stronger narcotics, but there are psychological, sociological, and sexual explanations. The eminent professor, Hardin B. Jones, of Donner Lab at the University of California, best explains this. Most of the drugs that have ever been abused affect the person sexually, and it is through this vehicle of sexual stimulation that drugs exert their greatest addicting power. Marijuana is a mild aphrodisiac. It enhances the sexuality and makes a person more receptive to sexual stimuli. But this condition lasts only a short time, and chronic marijuana users find that sexual activity without the drug is difficult and confusing. Because hard drugs exist in the same circles of dealers and users of marijuana, there is the opportunity, example, and encouragement to transfer for the purpose of a better high. If the transfer is to amphetamines, the person becomes addicted with a single trial because amphetamines induce a pre-orgasmic sexual response which is associated with the brain and not with the genital, and which will last as long as a person keeps taking the drug. Because of this auto-sexual excitation, a person will keep taking amphetamines until he is so sick that he has to interrupt his pre-orgasmic state. These large doses, often injected intravenously, lead to massive irreparable brain damage for those who have been continuously on the drug for several days. With this knowledge of the pseudo-sex stimuli caused by drugs, it is possible for a normal person to have some understanding of psychological addiction. However, it must be emphasized that drugs cause a sexless, perverted sexual appetite and are the most powerful known destroyers of both sexual and mental health. Another result of five years of incomplete reporting and distortions by the news media is the firm conviction of most young people that marijuana is no worse than alcohol. No parent can justify the use of alcohol, so the news media has used this myth very effectively to set child against parent and create the so-called generation gap. In the U.S. alone, 100,000 young people, two and a half times U.S.-Vietnam War deaths, have been killed by drugs, and far more have been converted into mental cripples. Here is a victim of LSD. The media created the hippie movement in this country, and the poor, unfortunate, burned-out children still living in areas like Haight-Ashbury are the product of drugs, not alcohol. This much-glorified teenage utopia was very short-lived because the news media not only attracted naive youngsters from all over the country but they also attracted every possible form of human vulture, criminals, perverts, and
and the mentally deranged Kane. Flocking into San Francisco, attracted by reports of free sex and thousands of weaklings and freaky kids to pillage. Gang rates were common. Killings multiplied as underworld types vied for the lucrative drug sales. Most girls finance their expensive drug habit by prostitution. Perhaps just a few years ago, this girl was on a hike with the Girl Scouts or went on her first date, but at some time smoked her first marijuana cigarette. Haight-Ashbury, Telegraph Avenue, and all of the other hippie communities across the United States probably are best summed up by the underground press publication, Good Times, which shows some candid shots of burned-out teenagers on the streets of San Francisco. The terminology underneath talks in drug jargon of heroin, wine, despair, hopelessness, and sorrow. These run rampant in Haight-Ashbury. This is a typical example of degradation on drugs. One can understand how naive teenagers can be trapped into the drug problem. But what is difficult for most adults to understand is how the college student who has everything to lose, who is supposed to be the top intelligentsia of his age group, who can look forward to the most phenomenal society in the history of mankind, why does he become involved with drugs? The answer is quite simple. There are two factors involved, existentialism and the alienated personality. To understand this, we must turn to the free speech movement at Berkeley, where a young communist by the name of Bettina Atliker, with approximately 500 followers, some of them students, achieved national recognition from the news media and thus introduced the new left movement which spread the use of marijuana to college students. Note, 27,000 students were enrolled at the University of California at Berkeley, and they allowed this handful of revolutionaries to take over their school. To see why this is significant to our drug problem, we refer again to Dr. Hardin-Jones. The college student today believes that people do what people do, and there is no right or wrong. This has to be because they believe there is no God, and in the absence of any divine influence, all human beings are God, and as God, we can do no wrong. This, in a nutshell, is existentialism, and in one way or another, many students today have accepted parts of this. This is what allows 27,000 students to stand by while a handful of revolutionaries brings their university to a halt. This is what allows students to give social acceptance to other students who smoke hash in public even though they are committing a felony. Drug abuse now causes 24% of admissions to USC Medical Center. The free speech movement gave recognition to acid rock music, music to be enjoyed under the influence of drugs. There were a number of semi-professional local San Francisco and Berkeley musical groups, like the Grateful Dead, Big Brother and the Holding Company, the Jefferson Airplane, Country Joe and the Fish, just to mention a few, who were shot into national prominence thanks to the recognition of the revolutionaries, the millions of dollars spent by major record companies to promote their records, and the free publicity given by the news media. This established the second factor causing college students to turn to drugs. It has been defined by experts as the alienated personality. The two men who have studied this alienation syndrome most extensively and expound upon it most articulately are Seymour Halleck, Director of Student Psychiatry at the University of Wisconsin, and Kenneth Keniston of Yale University, whose thesis, The Uncommitted Alienated Youth in American Society, is considered to be the best exposition of the problem. In 
summation, they say the alienated youth feels that American society is ugly, sordid, reprehensibly materialistic. Its values are dishonest, hypocritical, and dehumanizing. They repudiate anything which to them smacks of materialism or phoniness. Life is not happy. It is lonely, meaningless, and boring. They reject with disdain their families and virtually every facet of American society. They are detached from their colleagues and even from themselves. This is the alienated personality. The acid rock music which predominates in the top 40 records sold to teenagers is a study in promoting this alienated philosophy. This music, for the most part, is anti-American, anti-family, anti-free enterprise, anti-religion, pro-socialism, pro-sexual promiscuity, and pro-drugs. The great tragedy is the full acceptance and overwhelming popularity of this music, not by just a wild fringe group, but by the children of middle and upper middle-class Americans, the basic elements of our civilization. Much of this music is now concentrated on FM radio, and it is broadcast by networks nationwide. For a broad course in subversion and incitement to delinquency, spend a few hours listening to such programs as Love on ABC stations or to the KMET Los Angeles Metro Media Station. The youngster entering college today has been subjected to at least five years of this type of propaganda. Whether he realizes it or not, the constant repetition of this philosophy has the same impact on the subconscious mind as any advertising jingle. Only the advertising jingle sells billions of dollars of merchandise. This sells the philosophy of revolution. When a student reaches college after years of this preconditioning, he is sure to be confronted with a professor expounding the existentialist line. But there is no God. Everything is relative. And the only sin is to do something against his will. This philosophy, plus the continued message of the music and the overwhelming requirement for peer acceptance, makes it almost impossible to refuse a simple smoke from a friend. It creates a temptation that only the strongest individual can reject. Don't think that you know me, you'll never know me 
so lonely, I hate being lonely, don't wanna be lonely I feel like giving up, my nose is dripping blood Never been good enough, not for anyone I've realized that you can't fix everything that is broken all my life I have been lost and I felt hopeless Got a pocket full of pills I got your bitch on her heels I got this hammer and kill About to drop bodies with deals Fuck around, make me a knife Fuck around, I take your life I quit them and fuck the strife Fuck around, I don't know why Baby, just go tear me open I need that poison in my veins, okay Lay me down and bleed me slowly Lay me to rest and just so woefully Yeah.
here. Come over here. Hey, what's up? This is Richard Gene. I'm chilling with my boy Weird Man. Hey. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? <laughs> hey, Weird Man. Spit something. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. I live in a cave. Okay, well, tell the motherfuckers. I live in a cave. Somewhere in the woods. I do a lot of drugs. I get fucked up. I go into outer space. I'm out of place, antisocial misfit The shit I'm going through is too much to take Your strawberry shortcake I start vacancies like white powder I fight the power, I'm Richard Dean And I'm a weird man I love it when I'm grungy with a full grown beard man I love it when I have a shower in two months straight I love it when I shoot my semen in the cunt's face I'm hardcore And I'm weird Together we rock the shuttle Come here girl, let me take out my cock and fuck you Doggy style, I'm by the dumpsters People tell me I look like Herman Munster I does what I has to And also what I wants to It's the gangsta I'm the cat who fucking shot ya I'm crazy I'm weird Come here girl Don't be scared I'm crazy Venture through your life without 
someone to hold your hand I see it all now, I feel like my life's complete Go to bed tonight and catch up on some sleep that I need It's not the same anymore My thoughts have escaped this place at last Does freedom really come free? Evidently she thinks so but just thought that I'd ask Throw it out there in the open was always good at that Walls around me half closed in it's dark days ahead This is a warning to those in the future I encounter Proceed with caution, I'm a bomb that's walking Ever since I found out things aren't always as they appear I look much closer and notice the cracks in the mirror They were everywhere as casualties outside I see Life sometimes does not seem real to me But it's alright, it's sensitive to your redemption I'm trusting and looking for someone to take me away from this misery Angels and angels to be demons Going to rescue you, I am your angel Your angel, your savior, your lord and servant Faithful, I'm here for you Going to rescue you, I am your angel Your angel, your savior, your lord and servant Faithful, I'm here for you Drifting, drifted, lost all my soul, my spirit Everything was a lie, holding on to thoughts that would not die A king, his dream, an angel, the faithful Departed at a crossroads, the moment Come and witness him become everything he hated for so long A king, his dream, an angel, the faithful Departed, I'm already gone, began my procession A new full weather will lead to my demise Didn't want to go there again, but hey, give truths and tears His fears and lies, and I was right and I was right Ready for what ending before and even finalized Looking out at the moonlight The same we saw together I don't remember what that's like And I'm not wondering either Take it slow DJ MJY to bring us home Hope it's soon 2007 Welcome about to yell and make it known These demons will let me go Cause angels need an angel too I guess I gotta accept destiny So we can make it through Gonna rescue you I am your angel Your angel Your savior Your lord and servant Faithful I'm here for you Gonna rescue you I am your angel your angel, your savior, your lord and servant faithful, I'm here for you When I rescue you, I am your angel, your angel, your savior, your lord and servant faithful, I'm here for you When I rescue you, I am your angel, your angel, your savior, your lord and servant faithful, I'm here for you
the aggressive professor, MC Sharks, fucking Gonjo, the hate noise, depression, tongue posse. Yeah, we're repping Southwest fucking Michigan area, yo. Ain't nothing if you are here, but get real good ass at rapping. Not motherfuckers on the ass.
He murdered by guns. He murdered by strangulation. He murdered by putting poison on victims' food. He did all of this at the same time while exhibiting a normal, placid family existence. His wife, his children uh, were uninvolved in his criminal activities. Yet, uh, we are faced with uh, evidence, convicting evidence of uh, numerous grisly murders.
mother was cancer. She would destroy everybody. She thought I took too long to do something. She didn't hesitate to give me a swat here and there. And she didn't just use her hand. She she would hit me with a, a broomstick or something like that. It hurt. As a matter of fact, she broke the broom on me more than once.
Barkley Barb tells of a Rolling Stones concert in San Francisco where hysteria became so complete that 1,000 young people rushed the stage. One girl reached it and was finally dragged off in the final throes of masturbation while others were crushed into the pit. This situation is best described by the young people themselves. They say that these dances blow their minds. The music, lights, and drugs together form the most destructive social force the world has ever known. It allows a small group of people to manipulate and even dominate the minds of literally millions of young people. Are they getting the message? Look into the faces of the youngsters. They are mesmerized by the music. You can see the unsmiling look of despair, loneliness, confusion, and hopelessness sung about in the lyrics. Perhaps now you can understand the tormented mind that would inscribe in the cement in front of the University of Washington, Take Dope to Cope. This idea, in varying degrees, makes up the attitude of millions of young Americans today. This is what is now being termed by scientists as the marijuana mentality. A person possessing marijuana mentality is conditioned to hate the police. He believes they are his enemy and refers to them as pigs. He has been told and believes they are brutal, stupid, masochistic tools of the establishment. He's been told and believes the Hells Angels motorcycle gang are the good guys. More than 300,000 of these controlled minds watched the Hells Angels beat, kick, stomp, and finally stab to death their fellow long hairs without so much as a whimper about brutality. There is nothing more corny to the marijuana mentality than patriotism, and the American flag is something to sleep on, spit on, sit on, laugh at, and degrade. Yet this same marijuana mentality doesn't question the pro-communist traitor's patriotism as he walks in their midst proudly flying the Viet Cong flag. The marijuana mentality people reject with disdain middle-class values and status symbols. Yet here you see them leaving their status symbol cars to attend a rock festival. The marijuana mentality can reject God, Christ, or any traditional form of religion, but accept black magic, witchcraft, astrology, spiritism, and yoga, and even engage in devil worship. All this to the delight of record companies who are making fortunes from gullible youth. How important is devil worship in this country? If you listen to Stray Cat Blues or Midnight Rambler, you will obtain insight into Mick Jaggard of the Rolling Stones and how he would be involved in scoring a film about devil worship called Invocation to My Demon Brother. Starring as Lucifer in the film is Bobby Bosalil, who was being held with Sharon Atkins for the murder of Gary Heinrich. Heinemann had housed Miss Atkins and Bosalil along with Charles Manson, the leader of their cult. Heinemann, like actor Sharon Tate and the others, died in what was described as ritual murder. Another actor in the film scored by Mick Jaggard was Anton LaVey of the Satanic Church of San Francisco. Listen to the lyrics of the Jaggard song, Midnight Rambler. <laughs> Top musical groups. 
Since they have done more than others to create the marijuana mentality, we must consider the Beatles' influence on Charles Manson, the alleged Sharon Tate murderer. He envisioned the Beatles as prophets and believed the lyrics in their songs were guidelines for a coming revolution. Manson may well have believed this to be true, for on the album cover of the Beatles' Yellow Submarine, Lennon is giving a satanic salute. And on the cover of Two Virgins, he is wearing an amulet, which is a familiar symbol to devil worshippers. This may explain why words from Beatles' songs were written in blood on the walls of the murder rooms. All of this seems completely preposterous to any thinking person. But it is happening. Consider the SDS militant weatherman group who proudly proclaim, We are white devils. We are against all that is decent and good in white America. Members of this group blew themselves up while making bombs in the nude in the exclusive Manhattan townhouse of an executive of a chain of Midwest radio stations. If you have recently visited a high school or college campus, what we have shown here in the films is not new to you. The question is what to do about it. Number one, study the music your children hear. It has a profound and lasting effect on a great majority of them. If the parents knew what was in the music, there would be a loud cry to try NBC, CBS, ABC, Capital, Electra, Mercury, etc. for treason and for contributing to the delinquency of minors. In fact, Bob Dylan said, If parents knew what I was saying in my songs, they would break the records. Policing the radio stations is not going to be done by the FCC or the radio stations themselves. It will have to be done by you, the parents. The best way is to refuse to purchase the products advertised on these programs and complain directly to the sponsor. We need more men like Los Angeles Police Chief Davis, who had the courage to publicly reprimand NBC for presenting the Smothers Brothers show, which Davis called a pro-dope, anti-police program. Remember, when you purchase the products advertised on such programs, you are promoting this propaganda to your children. Number two, drug education itself. In the last five years, this country has been bombarded with all kinds of drug education. However, this education hasn't worked, and in many cases, it has increased the problem. One reason is that in the schools, unfortunately, a great many teachers are themselves users of drugs. The most notable example is ex-Harvard professor Timothy Leary. Dr. Edward Bloomquist says there are three key groups of people using drugs. First, the teaching profession especially in sociology departments. Second, young attorneys. As a tragic example of this, 90% of the law majors at the University of California are reported to have violated drug laws, 50% on a continued basis. These will be the attorneys, judges, and district attorneys who will shape our law in the future. What sort of a legal system can be expected from lawyers who habitually commit felonies even before graduation from law school? The third group that Dr. Bloomquist describes are theologians, many of whom feel marijuana can provide insight into religion. Just imagine the impact these people are going to have on our youth. Obviously, subversive influences are behind much of the drug propaganda, and we must remember that drugs are a proven tactic. China, once one of the great civilizations, was systematically destroyed by opium, first by the British, then the Japanese. Parents must understand how children, through the use of music and drugs to debase morals, are being manipulated into class hatred, the prerequisite of any revolution. For 
a simple peace demonstration. It's a form of mass mind manipulation. To understand this, we again quote from the book, Rape of the Mind. The hypnotic influence of being part of a crowd can induce the same loss of control and sense of union with the outside world that we associate with drugs. In the mass orgy, the individual loses his conscience and self-control. The social inhibitions may disappear. He is temporarily relieved of his deep frustrations and the burden of unconscious guilt. The feeling of participation in the magic, omnipotent group of reunion and communion with the all-embracing forces in the world brings euphoria to a normal person and feelings of pseudo-strength to the weak. The demagogue who is able to provide such ecstatic release in the masses can be sure of their yielding with his influence and power. Dictators find such mass rituals highly effective. The masses can bask in the respectability of popular acceptance regardless of the crimes they commit. The news media who are responsible for expanding the drug problem now suggest as the answer to the problem sensitivity training. Supposedly a method by which you brainwash drugs from a youngster's mind. Before you accept this solution, reflect upon a press release from the Association for Sane Psychiatric Practices. Charles Manson, leader of the hippie family allegedly responsible for the Tate and other related murders in Los Angeles, is an example of the tragic consequences that result from psychiatric techniques of encounter groups. Manson reportedly learned how to establish his hypnotic control while a member of a nude encounter group in the Haight-Ashbury led by an advisor of the California Association on Mental Health. The hypnotic techniques Manson learned, combined with the use of psychiatric mind, drugs, and elements of the black arts, which Manson picked up while studying psychiatric works on psychic phenomena and witchcraft in prison, apparently enabled him to accomplish the control necessary to order the murders done. The encounter group form of sensitivity training is the type used by Synanon and similar organizations. summation, we go again to Dr. Hardin Jones, professor of physics and medical physics. Opium destroyed the civilization of China. Drugs in general are very close to destroying us. Of the 25% of all young people who now chronically use marijuana at the current trend, half will be using heroin within a year and a half. Our peril is very great. This country has never had such a challenge. The Western world has not seen such a malignant, destructive force since the last plague in Europe. Education in drugs should also encompass what our country stands for and the Judeo-Christian ethic that founded our country. You'll find in talking to college students an amazing lack of understanding of what our Western civilization is all about. No one is going to force them to take drugs. They will take them of their own free will. Why? Because they are subjected to the greatest propaganda barrage in the history of mankind. Now what are you going to do about it?
even wanna say The snipers to the west thought I saw you like a model But actually a real one that was in Seattle I am myself to know ya
get them brains hang Put it down for the town where it rains But ain't no mistake, the name I maintain the same I got a 30 round flame that'll stain his days Spin them sideways when I hit the block Two 23s get them zipped and locked I got a fully automatic when it's static Make a panic and a frantic when it's havoc I'm a close down shot I hold it, unfold it, then load it, explode it I'm a thug, get bunch of no love And dump suds and burst plugs, I know they know it So it's stay paid when I get the cash Draw heat from the hip to blast Pedal to the metal when I hit the gas Shift can't live quick when I ditch the task We keep it at top notch Buddies drop on sight when the clock pops Hit him with the lead shots non-stop Make him hop on top like he got shocks I'm giving a fuck less Make a mess of his chest when he tests to me Never let a hater get the best of me Put him in a trunk where they rest in peace And my recipe is stack G's Make G's, bend a block some three And I come off like these. My enemies will freeze until the rest of seats From here to overseas until they know about me I'm the R-E-D-H-E-A-D-S-T-E-V-E -E -E. I come savagely from the S-C-A-T-T-L-E So sick, throw slick, what you want with Steve? Let's go for your 44 Or get four stomp down at the door Retaliating, they hating Burn them up like Dayton's and Vogue's With cockback bullies, we some bullies Smoking fools like stoves, so Let's go for your 44 Or get four stomp down at the door Retaliating, they hating Burn them up like Dayton's and Vogue's With cockback bullies, we some bullies Smoking fools like stoves, so Let's go for your 44 or get foe, stomp down at the door Retaliating, they hating, burn them up like Dayton's and Vogue's With cockback bullies, we some bullies, smoking fools like stoves So, let's go foe, yo, foe, foe Or get foe, stomp down at the door Retaliating, they hating, burn them up like Dayton's and Vogue's With cockback bullies, we some bullies, smoking fools like stoves Sick of this place. Where's the rainbows and blue skies? Promises love and warmth in mama's eyes. When did the wrongs outweigh the rights? When did the sunny days of life turn to nights? And laughter into fright? All I feel is spite and hate for these hypocrites and thugs. When did all my candy turn to drugs and dog guns and 9mm slugs? Hugs turn to punches, little girls into bitches and hoes. Huffies were caught as spokes to candy caddies with dating and bows. When did the twinkles of innocence fade from my optics? How do we go from popping bubblegum to gases popping clips? All these weapons of destruction only function to kill my brother. When did we go from peace and love to die, motherfucker? Dazed and confused. If I show weakness, I lose. If I show compassion to my foes, I end up in the river in semen shoes. You think I want to kill my nigga? Oh, I knew since way back in the days. I caught him skimming off the top, so his ass got to pay. We went to high school together, tapped the same tricks. I float in the beatbox, we wore the same gear and high kicks. My hammer clicks and bell raises to his skull bone. His eyes show remorse for dirty deeds. I'm gonna crawl home and go to sleep. Hoping I wake up in PJs on Saturday morning. My own reflection off the chrome was twisting and distorting. And slow my finger slides, the room flashes like a picture of my soul was taken. My homie's dead head tilts back, body still shaking. He dropped to the ground, only sound is my conscience screaming in agony. Bits of shattered bone and hemoglobin be attacking me. My spirit blinks out of existence and escapes its evil shell. Only at that moment do I realize that I'm in hell. It's so cold. 
here Please release me Let me transform I'm so old here This disease is me Let me transform It's so cold here Please release me Let me transform I'm so old here This disease is me Let me transform Sit back in the six and reminisce when I wasn't such a bastard Before life killed my soul, before I saw my grandma in the casket She used to tell me she was too mean to die Even then I knew better Nobody loved me the way she did She had all she had and where to get her A brain tumor, I had to watch her wither away before me You don't think that fucks you up in the head to see your inspiration dead Death does something to you I just can't explain it Other than to say, take all your light and love inside and drain it Mix it with arsenic and razor blades and swallow it down your windpipe Stick a knife in your heart and cut away the biggest part I hate you God for making me feel this loneliness and despair Was the love she gave me worked all this pain that I now have to bear Don't know what you got till it's gone I miss my soul a lot It's like when you lose a tooth and you stick your tongue in the hole a lot You have to shut down, mentally become a black hole no light goes in or out, you just spinning for eternity and uncertainty Devour anything that gets in your path with no remorse or consent Good or bad, friend or foe, they disappear with no prince I take a deep breath and exhale black smoke like a cauldron Whenever I catch my brain faulting, it's right back to their mind altering Substances that take me away like Calgon and Chronic Popping Prozacs like Tic Tacs and blazing mad hydroponics I sit on a rooftop of skyscrapers and then why? Looking down, could I fly like R. Kelly or will I fall and die? What happened to hide and seek? And ring around the rosy. I'm tired of infrared beams and retaliation when my foes owe me. Where the happiness and smiles go? Where's my first kiss and childish grin? You could take everything I owe for one day and a lot again. It's so cold here. Please release me. Let me transform. I'm so old here. This disease is me. Let me transform It's so cold here Please release me Let me transform I'm so old here This disease is me Let me transform
Shit, I'll rip your eyelids off You watch Spy Kids, Zock And wrap them on top of it You like post-rock Knock, knock Answer the door It's Kabuto, don't be rude He'll bash your head on the floor The beat is hot Rhymes colder than a polar bear Polar wear Keep you warm I know it's getting colder there You're freezing hot like Snowden on the rocks You've been shot Can't stop, won't stop Flow rocking every block Draped up in togas Philosophizing all that Strictly MP3 raps Cost is rising for debt Fuck a studio Kabuto do it new school Without suits Get out suits You're not wanted here How my mouth shoots Ouch boots hurt When they kick you in the face Bend it like Beckham And get my kicks up in your face You leap geeks Get beat Like I was MC Ruder When I find fucking Carmen San Diego I'm a shooter On anyone, say my spit's fake Dude starting turd core, a new rap genre Kabuto catch you in the dark and bust a rap upon ya Puzzle boxes, puzzle locks until the hooks burst out And battle rap is just another way to get the worst out Bring the hearse out, cause you rappers is dead I'm underground hungry, straight rapping for bread You fapping to dead, horse photos, what the hell Backstabbers get back slapped, trapped and string a bell I ring a bell, to call for more paper I got too many rhymes, so I not make paper You beat Nick speak quick with no flow to speak of Clog the toilet cause it low flow Now it reeks cause don't worry Cause you found the answer to the question Who's the dopest? Chris Jack? Not a chance yo Chris Jack.